Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Coaching Concierge. I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor. And you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. And Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in Cambodia in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Bernadette McBurney. Bernadette, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much, Thomas, for having me here today. It's, it's a privilege awesome. and an honor, really. You're, you're very welcome. I'm looking forward to this interview because I love your energy. You're very luminescent, right? You have, you have a lot, lot, lot of positive about you. So, so following a thriving career from software developer to corporate executive in France, Hong Kong, Japan, Canada, and the United States, Bernadette developed a strong passion and commitment for leadership women's empowerment, inclusion, and belonging. She now works with small and large organizations to empower women leaders to get their voice heard, influence decisions, and drive strategy to embrace diversity of thinking and behaviors of the individuals, leaders, and team to increase growth and build high-performance teams. Bernadette, that's amazing right there. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's it's a pleasure. You know, as I'm listening to you, you it feels really, it feels great, but it's very humbling at the same time. <laughs> about the journey that I've had, and 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 truly, I believe that everything that I do is just the compilation and the compounding effect of all the experience that I've had over the last so many years. And That's and great. as you as as you said, you know, I've I lived in five countries, three continents, so I have a very broad range of yes. experiences. So Let's talk about that because you you basically been on almost every continent besides Africa, right? Yeah. <laughs> you've been Europe, you know, you've been Asia, you, you've been in Canada, United States, etc. So, um, let me let's talk about your experience from you, you being in France, you know, then being in Hong Kong, Japan, Canada. Um, when you were going from those places, what changed about you? Because I know when you go through various uh, experiences, you come out. As a different person, right? You mm -hmm. become a different person through yeah. osmosis. So, talk to me about that. You know, it's really interesting what you're saying because you know, is I'm, I'm Asian by by cultural background, but I was born and raised in France. And as you said, you know, I, I moved quite a bit, and I lived and worked in different countries, different cultures. And you're absolutely right; it really has shaped who I am today, um, and it really has expanded my mind and my understanding of what the world is about and also creating a lot of desire to you know just to bring us all together you know i've always you know when people ask me where are you from and and in a nutshell what i say to people you know to give you really the short line is i've always seen myself as a citizen of the world mm. and i mean that not only from a cultural background but from an economical background you know everything I'm, you know, we, we look different, we speak differently, but we're all the same. And, and that's what I loved about my experience. It really has brought in front of me all the things that we are striving for. And I really believe that we're all striving for the same thing, meaning we strive to be the best of who we can be, you mm -hmm. know, 
we, we, we want a great life, we want to serve, we want to, to be, to make a difference, we, we want to do all of that. We have our own struggles, there's no doubt about it. Uh, but oh, as a human being, we really are going in the same direction. And when we understand and embrace that, it's just amazing of what we're capable of doing because it's all about, which is why I'm, I, I grew and became a very, very passionate and very committed to diversity and inclusion mm -hmm. and in, in a broad sense because I lived the opposite <laughs> in, in, with all the challenges that that means. And, but I also did all I could to bring that into the workplace, into the community place. That's amazing right there. You know what? So going through various um, obstacles and experiences, it equips us to become better, right? And it's up to us to share that those lessons with the world. And that's what you're doing right now. Yeah. Through your experience, through everything you've gathered, right? All the obstacles, you know, the heartaches, right? The hurdles. You've been able to learn from that. It didn't break you. It did not break you. <laughs> no, absolutely right. it did not break actually it gave me uh, you know I had my downs and trust me there were times I really was down and I was thinking why is this happening to me you know why mm -hmm. there, there is no reason why do we do this to each other I mean in, in, and but but at the same time it gave me more power and more energy because it gave me more drive mm. to change it gave me more drive to really question status quo more drive to change paradigms and I, and 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 as i do believe it i know you you absolutely feel the same it's all in about it's all about our mind mm -hmm. what is the game that we're playing with our mind and and i'm you know i'm i'm a firm believer that i have the power to shape my life and my success it's in me yes circumstances will influence and will create all of that but at the same time, and how many times do we hear, it's not what happens to you, it's how you respond to what happens to you. Mm -hmm. And I know we've heard that hundreds of times, <laughs> all of us, right? But my gosh, it is true. It is absolutely true. I remember years ago, I was in a training and one person said to me, Bernard, it seems like we've had exactly the same journey, you know, as a young adult. I said, yeah. And she said to me, how come you are creating what you're creating and i'm totally at the opposite mm. and and it was so obvious and i said to her because i chose i made different choices today's episode is sponsored by get up and get fit being an executive can be very demanding your schedule is unpredictable you have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once you travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones, all things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress, increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T.com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. 
you go. It, it, it's funny because um, I love stories, right? I love stories, and I I love you know, especially stories about the he, the hero's journey. But I also like to um dive into, into stories about the the you know not only the hero but also the villain, right? Because oftentimes mm-hmm. they will go through the same obstacles, right? The, the same struggles, the same heartaches and headaches. But depending on the decision of the person, that's what determines what direction they will go. Either they end up becoming a villain or the hero, depending on their decision, right? Yeah. Their choice. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <You're absolutely> right. <laughs> so, Bernadette, um, I would I want to dive a little bit more further back, right? Because I like to learn about people's childhood and how their childhood. Um, influence them to be the person they are today. So you mentioned you 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 grew up in France, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as a little Asian girl in France, right? Talk to me about your experiences in your development. You know, um, what did you go through being in another country? How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it's such a great question, uh, Thomas, because you're absolutely right. That we are conditioned right there you know mm-hmm. when when we were a child right from that beginning very young age you know it was it was challenging because it was at a time my parents were there they weren't we were not supposed to stay in france they were supposed to go back to vietnam when where we are from mm-hmm. uh, but for a number of political reasons and and, and the war reasons we just decided to to, to stay in in france mm-hmm. it was a time where there was a lot of cultural issues, let's put it that way, and 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 to be quote politically correct, you know, and and is there was and it was extremely challenging to to live in a place where there was not necessary acceptance, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I felt that from a very very young age to the point, you know, there's I I was submitted to a lot of bullying, emotional, you know you know, verbally, I mean, a number of different things, and I'm far from being the only one, I know that, but mm-hmm. that definitely just, and 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 because I'm also a very deep introvert, even though people may not see it right there, right now, but I'm a very deep introvert and private person, so I withdrew even more. Mm. And and for and that also had a lot of implication as I grew up, as a, as a teenager, as a young adult, in my career, in my profession, because it actually played against me because I was not willing to show myself mm. just to protect myself. Okay. You know, because I thought if I, if I, if, if people don't see me, then I won't be hurt. <laughs> In a way, <laughs> that was it. And I know that has also shaped part of, you know, who I am and, and one of the reasons why I do what I do. Okay. So upon recognizing that, right, what made you decide to, work on developing yourself even more right because as a coach now right mm-hmm. um oftentimes coaches tend to dive into personal development before they really go down the the coaching path so mm-hmm. what was the start of your personal development journey i think it started when i was very young you know as as, as a young child and teenager, but not knowing that's what i was doing i'll be honest okay. with you but i really have always believed since I was very young, that when we build people up, magic happens. I've always believed that. And I've always said, and the sooner we do it, 
the better it is because it will have ripple effects on not only the person, but everybody around them. You know, and imagine if we were building each other up instead of taking each other down. I mean, awesome. what? My gosh, where would we be? Right? It's it's all about that mindset of of abundance of of life of of talents. So I've always believed that. So I also knew that that it was true for me. Mm-hmm. So no matter what I did when I was at school and studying, and I know is I did always the best to how can I become the best of me? Not to be best than someone else, but the best of me. Mm. Because the better the, the better I am, the better I will be of service to others, the better I will be of an example, the better I will be all around, frankly. And so that has always been the way that I've thought, but it had become more and more obvious as I went into my career. Okay. Because I led teams and I saw talents. I saw some people and they were not given the opportunity to shine. Mm. And that would to me was, no, we need to shine. We need to have them shine. There you go. There you go. You know, this is, this is what I love, love stories because everything you went through, you were able to go back in retrospect and extract the lessons and do you being, um, you know, fully invested, you're able to see other people that were hiding, right? Mm-hmm. Um, other people that had similar experiences, but they were afraid to speak out. And you saw these people, right? Because you recognize yourself in these people, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So this is why, this is what makes you one of the best candidates to do what you do, because you have the experience. You have, or you also have that empathy, you know? You're able to mm-hmm. connect on that deeper level. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and I really believe that too often, you know, I, I see that with my clients, we think we're alone in our struggle. We're far from being alone. We're far from being alone. And, and, and that's part of the learning as a coach, I'll be very honest with you, uh, Thomas, mm-hmm. is learning to show myself, learning to deep into my personal experience, my personal struggle and share them and use them as a way to inspire, as a way to show a path that and 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 then bring some tools and strategies that allow people just to transform um because you know it, it's people i know that people relate to us more through our struggle and how we get out of our struggle than just bragging about everything that we've done mm-hmm. <laughs> right and 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 but that takes courage yeah. on both sides i'll yeah. be honest Bernadette, yes. you are absolutely right. Because um, so for me personally, I'm a civil war survivor, right? And for the longest time, I still hide that story, yeah. right? I, I still hide it. I, I was I was hiding that part of myself from the world, but once I started to share my experiences and the obstacles that I went through, right? Um, from moving from Liberia to Brownsville, Brooklyn, and facing adversity, then moving to Staten Island. It was liberating, right? And people started to really um, open up as well. They started to put down, you know, the ego and share their stories. <laughs> so yeah. I, I totally understand. I totally understand. So now let's dive into um, coaching, right? I totally understand why you are a coach, but I want you to explain to our listeners why you decided to become a coach, especially a coach that focuses on women empowerment. 
You know, it's thank you for asking that question because you know it is when when I think about women empowerment and 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 really I'm 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 an advocate for leadership. I'm an advocate for empowerment, but even more so within the women's arena because you know it's it's part of the diversity and inclusion. It's all about the inclusion and belonging. Is when we when we help specific portion of our population shine, there's there's so much talent. There's so much talent that is not showing up. And why? Because I face the challenges of climbing the corporate ladder. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've had some of the comments that I had and the, the experiences that I had, I said, oh my gosh, you know, I wish they were not happening anymore. They do. They mm-hmm. still do to this day. You know, um, we still, you know, why the, the women leaders empowerment? Because the more that we help them t- tap into their talent, the, the the better it is. You know, there's uh, th- there's too often women we, we we think about I'm not good enough, and I know it's not typically to women, but it is very much something a language that we play with our game. My gosh, my, our inner game is is so strong. <laughs> And, you know, and, and I'm not good enough or I, I or we keep comparing ourselves to others and uh, or we are not, um, you know, feeling that we can speak up. Um, and again, it's not typical to women, but it's very true to them. Why helping women leaders? Because I believe more than ever, all around, the world needs heart based, purpose driven leaders everywhere in our families our communities in the business world and one thing that women bring is is they, they tend to be you know i know we said that we're more emotional true <laughs> but that's a good thing we need to learn how to use those emotion and that heart so you know everything is about balance and the more we use our mind and our heart the better we are at everything that we do so women, I do believe, have that gift of being able to do that. But they are through outside circumstances or or self, you know, limitation, imposed limitation, mm-hmm. they are not allowing themselves to use those gifts and those talents. Okay. And okay. and because you know, I, I'm a very critical thinking, rational person, but I'm also very emotional and I understand the compassion. So I bring those two, those two together. And that's where I know I, I am able, I excel at bringing out from the leaders. All right. So this is perfect. This is perfect ways for us to segue towards your coaching style. So knowing how you, um, you know, like, your structure, right? The mentality and like the um, the structure you bring to um, your coaching. I want you to describe to us your coaching style, right? Um, are you a cheerleader or are you, you mentioned you're very, um, you're very um, emotional, right? So I want you to describe to us your coaching style. Like if, sure. if, I, if I was to work with you, what type of, you know, how, how would you work with me? Like what's your style like? You know, for me, that, that's a that's really a, a, a very just powerful question because that, to me, coaching is is it's first of all, coaching is not about me. 
Coaching is about the person, the people, the teams, the organization who I work with. It is, I see coaching like a, a partnership relationship. And what I mean by that is I will give you my all, always. <laughs> But you've got to bring your all to get the most out of it. And, and to me, it's about trust first. We've got to trust each other because if, if when there's not that trust as a human being, not just from a working partnership, but as a human being, the chances of you showing yourself and your vulnerability is probably going to be small. And the more vulnerable you're going to be, the more open you're going to be, the more I'll be able to be of service to you. That's one thing. So trust, honesty, respect, compassion, a key. But it's also about, you know, yes, a little bit of cheerleading because we all need that. We all need that support. We all need um, the to be validated, to, to, to be reinforced that you're better than what you think you are. <laughs> you're stronger than what you think you are. So definitely it's that support. And it's done through listening, through understanding, asking questions. But it's also providing a framework for accountability because I do believe that people who want to need some kind of accountability, and that is a framework that needs to be set as well. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So for those um, clients, they are a bit timid, right? Um, they have this hard shell, right? And they are a bit paranoid when it comes to opening it up. How do you how do you deal with those clients in the beginning? You know, it, it's it, it, first of all, I have the, the you know at the beginning, I, I just we really have what I call you know a, um, a discovery time, and it's okay. really about discovering each other, you know, so they understand. The, the, I have to say that, that the people who reach out to me, they have a pretty good idea of who I am because, okay. you know, because they've heard of me, they've seen me. I mean, they see me, you know, and, and in different ways. And I'm and I always say to them, you know, you you get what you see with me. You know, it, it, that is just as simple as that, because I believe that when you see and when you can see who I am and through my words, through what I convey, you know whether or not we're a fit. And, and, and that's why, you know, I've had one time, one person who came to me, um, and she said to me, and I was doing a big training, and at some point in time, she asked me a question, and she said, I'm looking for a coach, and how do you know how to find the, the right coach? And I, said to them, and I said to her, well, first, ask yourself, is that person a person you want to emulate? Do you want to emulate their success? Because if you don't, it's probably not the right fit because they're probably not aligning with your values and what really matters to you. You right? So that's one thing. Thing is values. It's do you feel that that person has the the energy and the the the, the believing what they do? Do you believe that they can take you out of your comfort zone? Because coaching is about taking you out of your comfort zone. Um, you know, it's about really just, but it's being somebody who you believe can really be there for you on an emotional uh, level, because that's important. You know, it it is, it is the, against the balance of the heart and the mind, mm -hmm. the balance of the rational and the emotional. And, and that's what I believe. And I say, because if there is something that tells you that's not the right person, I guarantee you, it's not the right person. 
<laughs> don't, don't you've and, and that's part of trusting ourselves. I really believe. There you go. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's uh that's a big one right there. So you have to really um trust yourself. You have to really you know feel it while you being in there having that initial discovery call, you have to not only listen, but you have to feel, right? You have to try to tap in here. Exactly. And and, and just, you know, and, and then, yes, if you want to look at in terms of validation, look at what are the results, find out from who did they, who did they coach, what kind of result did they get? Just definitely look at that as well. But first of all is, do you believe in your, in your, in your heart that this is a person who can take you where you, you want to go? <laughs> That's a nugget right there. <laughs> <laughs> Bernadette, so now... We're going to go into dive into storytelling time, right? So I want you to share with us a two to three minute story where you realize your coaching practice, your um, you know, your framework to get one of your one of your clients from a negative situation to a positive situation and right. stuff and beyond. Okay. Right. I want you to paint me in that picture, put me through you know, the situation. I want to live vicariously through you. And your client. <laughs> well, so, and let, let me start to talk about one of my clients, for example. And that's a very recent conversation that I had with, with one of them. Okay. She, she, during a coaching session, she came to me and, and she started to share with me, you know, all the victories that she had over the last two, three weeks. And she just opened up and her eyes lit up. You know, she had a big smile on her face. I had a big smile on my face. And one of the big milestone victory that she was relating to me is that she found the courage that she never found before. She finally found on that day the courage to speak up and express our ideas and conviction in a meeting with senior leaders. And so it was quite an important meeting for her, an mm. important step. Okay. And, and, you know, and really the outcome of that few days later is she then became the lead in a very critical project in that organization, nice. which she never did before. So for her, that was, oh my gosh, what's happening, right? And the effect has been just so fantastic because her confidence, you know, her effectiveness, her performance as a whole, as a leader, as an individual, just skyrocketed. And it was just, and yes, she has her challenges. And so I'm not saying that it's all, you know, easy, but it just took her to a completely different level. And... And all of that started with a decision a few months ago when she said that she was determined to grow as a leader, even though she did not understand what that meant. She didn't understand. She was very uncomfortable. She was very scared, frankly. So we worked through that and we really looked at what does it mean to her, for example, to be a leader in, of the team, a better leader and in the organization. So we really defined what success looked like for her. Right. Because everybody has a different definition. Yeah. What success looked like from her, but also what success was expected from her. Mm. Because that was within the organization. So we had to look not just at the inside, but at the outside as well. Yeah. And then we looked, OK, what was missing then? What are the, uh, the what was missing? What are the skills or the situation that maybe she wasn't handling properly before? What were the roadblocks, internal or external roadblocks? Because there's always both, 
it's never quite one, there's always both. And then we really design a plan, a specific plan with specific actions of how to literally tackle down those roadblocks. <laughs> and we put that. So that was not something, you know, that happens over just a few days. Some could, some took a bit longer because it depending of how long those roadblocks had been around. Mm -hmm. But but that's what we did. And then we had measurement, you know, on a really good base, a regular basis. We measured, you know, for you to know that you're making progress, what would you want to see? How would that look like? So it was that, you know, so what does success means to you? What is expected from you? What are the, the roadblocks? Designing specific action plan, specific action that she believes she can take. Because if she could not believe she could take them, that action plan doesn't work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? So we've had to look at that. And then providing that support, which is where I come in yeah. and that accountability and then checking in. And really in, in a nutshell, that's 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 a simple process. Easier said than that done, but it is that's really what it is. And what really was fantastic, Thomas, is at the end of it, as what you said, but you know, everything that I've learned that I applied in my work has actually overflown outside of my work. Mm. It really just had so many impacts in my personal life, in the way that I interact in my community. And I say, I'm just blown away. And I said to her, what you're learning is life skills. There you go. There life you go. skills that have a professional impact and a personal impact, a community. But these are life skills. And that's, to me, what coaching is about, that it can really expand beyond your work. Yes, indeed. And there's a saying that goes, how you do um, one thing is how you do everything. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And, and, and I, you're absolutely <laughs> right, Thomas. And the more the more I think about that saying and I assess um, habits, because I'm, I'm a huge um, advocate and, and student of human behavior, right? Mm -hmm. The more I understand how true that saying is, how you do one thing is how you do everything, because everything has an influence on your actions, on your habits, on your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, and and all of that for us, it, it, it's, I really believe it's first is having the vision of what it could look like, finding the courage mm -hmm. to, to take action because it's not enough just to think about it. Is We've got to find the courage and we've got to act because without action, nothing changes. <laughs> exactly. Nothing changes. <laughs> you can talk, you want to talk, right? But you, exactly. have, you have to act. <laughs> exactly. And even when we take action is to be ready for cha new challenges coming our way because they're coming. They're coming. And But the beauty with this is the more we grow, that's why I love coaching, you know, and, and doing the work that I do. It's not coaching. It's really my, my, my mission is really to help people become their best self. So they can live their best life and best serve the world. That's why I do what I do. And but I know that in that process, we are we're gonna face challenges, we're gonna face, you know, resistance. There's no doubt about it. Because some will like, some won't. <laughs> you know, it's but that's life though. That's life. And exactly. Know, and and if I may, I'd love to share one more story. Uh, Go for it. Is you know, I'm I mentioned that I'm a deep introvert and for Almost 20 years, I refused to speak in front of people. Mm -hmm. I, mean, you would, I mean, a few years ago, you would have, I would never have accepted to be here with you. I mean, that's <laughs> about and, and about, gosh, 
12 years ago, a coach and mentor of mine said to me, Bernadette, we've got to hear you. We've got to hear. I said, no, no. And I refused. I finally accepted. And just to give you the setting, while I refused to speak, for, I, I it was speaking for three minutes, Thomas, three minutes. It's a it's very short time. It felt like a lifetime. Three minutes on stage in Toronto. Now, mm -hmm. on stage in front of 800 people. And I thought, what are you asking me to do? And this time I decided to do it. The reason why I decided to do it is I realized that what was at stake was much bigger than me. What was at stake if I, if I still continue to say no, to grow, to break through my fears and my limitation, I would never be able to do what I believe needed to be done, which is to empower others. Mm. So I accepted it. My gosh, I, I will tell, that's another story. I will tell you this, but I did. And that was one of the most defining moments for the work that I do, because I realized that by putting myself out there for people to see me the way that they started to see me, it was just, you know, giving birth in a way to a new Bernadette. <laughs> That's awesome, and, right and that has been one of the most defining moments of the work that I've been doing because I remember all the fears and limitations. And that's why I do what I do. When we give opportunity to people to shine and we work with them so they can shine, the limits are, they're not there. They just disappear. Yes, indeed. And you, you're able to practice what you preach, right? Because if you hadn't gone past your limits of belief and your fear right yeah and that huge hurdle you have never been here right now because um trust me i can relate a hundred percent because i used to have a huge phobia of public speaking to the point where i, I used to shake so i get it yeah. i totally understand we're here we're here <laughs> and the thing is we're not alone in that right we're not alone in that in in, in that emotion and all that but we need to hear everybody we want to hear everyone because they, everyone's voice matters. Everyone has something to say that is important. And, and that's part of what, why, why we do what we do. <laughs> Absolutely right. Everyone has a story. Yeah. So um, Bernadette, are you currently working on any new projects that you can share with us? Any new books, any new programs? Like, talk oh to us. my gosh. Yes. You know, I, one thing you're talking about growth and so on. One thing that uh, literally just launched last month is the, the first online course that I've done because so many times many of us say, we want more of you. We want more. I say, there's just one of me. <laughs> and so I put this online course and it's really about finding the leader within and this is really about empowering the leader that we have inside us, you know, so that is foundation. So that I love and, and the response has been just absolutely phenomenal. I have to say just to see the comments, the feel, the learning that the women are, are, are finding through that course is just amazing. So that's one thing. But the, the big project that I'm working on right now is really, you know, the, the setting the stage for what I call the success and development leadership uh, for for women literally and it's all about empowering the women leaders and literally it's i have all the components and now i'm just setting up the whole pathway and it's just and creating literally programs that allow to work on self-leadership team leadership um you know uh, organization influence and impact 
And that is something that I'm extremely passionate about because I know it's going just to create it's going just to create some some wave into how, how things are going to happen. And it's going to allow women just to blossom and flourish and thrive, frankly, that's, in every aspect of their life. Yeah, that's awesome right there. So if someone were to um, inquire about your services or would like to hear more about your courses, right? Or even just to connect with you, um, where can they find you, Bernadette? You know, I, I'm going to give you one simple way because I think that is, if you go to my website and that is BernadetteMcBurney.com, very simple. Then if you want to have a chat with me, you are able to book some time to chat with me right there and there. Um, and, and I'd be more than happy to do that. If you want to read about the course, it's also there. And you're going to learn and hear more about who I am, what I do. You And so in, in, my, in the work that I do with companies, in the work that I do with individuals, and how literally uh, I work with em empowering women leaders. Awesome, awesome. Bernadette, um, do you mind spelling out the website for those those um who are listening right now? Do you mind? No, absolutely. That? So, um, so it's well, www then <laughs> dot b e r n a d e t t e m c b u r n i e dot com. There you go, BernadetteMcBurney.com. Awesome. Bernadette, listen, it has been an absolute pleasure having this conversation with you. You know, you you are amazing. You are glowing. I love your passion, right? So um, I'd definitely like to thank you for coming on today's episode of How May I Serve You. And to all of our listeners and viewers out there, I'd just like to thank them for letting us the ears and the eyeballs. And before you leave, Bernadette, I have one last question for you, and that is, how may I serve you? Oh, first of all, already doing this with me, inviting me to onto your show is one way that you're doing this, um, Thomas, because you are allowing me just to put my message out there to an audience that I don't have. So I think this is fabulous. You know, what, what I love, I, I'm the same. I love your energy. I love your passion for what you do. I love the fact that you're very much of, you're a giver in how you look at, at, at you know, at connecting with people. And that I believe is this part of it. So I, you know, it is anybody, you know, any way that you feel that you could just continue to, to put my message out there, it's great. But myself, I will actually respond to you. The opposite is, how may I serve you? <laughs> because I really believe that together we become stronger. Together this we become true. stronger, right? Together we are expanding the impact that we can have. So, and that's one thing that I would say to everybody is always is, how may I serve you? How may I be of help to you? How may I support you? And the more we go with that abundance mindset, I mean, I, and I say, you don't even know what's coming. <laughs> you don't even know what's coming, right? So, um, you know, it is, and, and, you know, I know I'm a fan of you, Thomas, so I definitely want to continue. You know, I know we're going to connect more. So, um, exactly. That's, you know, that's part of the, the, the seed that we're planting here. Yes, indeed. And this was a great start from, from our discovery call to this podcast interview. You know, the goal is to just, 
um, keep in, in communication because the more we connect, the more we can impact the world, right? Yeah. And that, as human beings, as creators, this is what we do, right? Absolutely. We are creators. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, one thing that you've added me a few times to today is why the focus on women leaders and around that and empowering women. And we say, you know, we empower women with the, with this support and the help of people like you, Thomas. You know, it's because I was, it's, we are not alone. We don't we don't interact, you know, on, on our own. It's not women on one side and men on the other side. Far from it. We need to be working together and support each other. That's yeah, how other. things happen. Yes, indeed. We, we're yeah. social, right? We need each other to, exactly. to thrive. Exactly. <laughs> Again, this is your host, Thomas Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it with someone that will benefit. And make sure to tune in for next week's episode. Take care. Be blessed. And cheers. We're out.